Well, hello everybody and welcome back to the Drew Han Show. My name is Drew and we're still listening to TDHS. That's right. Oh, that kind of sounds like VHS. TDHS. Pull out your TDHSs. I have another Walmart story and I think it's kind of a hoot. Listen, some guy came through my my aisle, my checkout at the Walmart, about my age, uh, buying only hemorrhoid cream and condoms. <laughs> Anyways, I couldn't help but laugh at that little scenario when I realized what he was buying. I don't always see what people are buying, but I just, I'm like, I saw the condoms, and then I'm like, what else is he buying? Him right cream. Like, I want to know, ladies and gentlemen, would you sleep with a guy, a, ca- a friend with benefits, knowing he bought hemorrhoid cream and condoms? I mean, who, my friend to me enlightened me, you know, that she's, had the roids, you know, pregnancy can do that sort of thing. And I've never had the roids that I'm aware of. You know what I mean? Not real hemorrhoids anyway. Well, ver- what, versus fake hemorrhoids, Drew? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I, you know, don't know the comfort or discomfort level that they cause. But I'll tell you one thing, if you have them, I'm not thinking sex is on the table. Is sex on the table when you have the roids? Here's what I don't get. If I called you up and said, your, your friend with benefit just came through my line buying hemorrhoid creams and condom, would you do it? Would you do it knowing that one side of him, he's got the, the roid cream on and the other side is going into your hoo-ha? You know, and if you're, let's take it another step further. If you're a man and he's a man and you're having the man sex, well, he can't bother him. I don't think he's going to be bothering, bothering with the hemorrhoids. Like, no. Oh, Ollie, I would assume. And it topping, I mean, again, it comes back to the hemorrhoid cream in the back, you know, dick in the hoo-ha in the front, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, so, what's your take on hemorrhoid cream and condoms? Uh, Tammy didn't enlighten me. Maybe he was buying the condoms for himself and the hemorrhoid creams for his girlfriend. If his girlfriend just had a baby and she's got hemorrhoids, I don't think there's any business having a, a, his Johnson in there. Well, I know the roids aren't in the hoo-ha, but... <laughs> <laughs> Either way, there's a lot going on. I mean, if you have a friend with benefit who came over with hemorrhoid cream and condoms and said, honey, could you lube up my asshole before we have sex with the hemorrhoid cream? I mean, or let me just, uh, let me just, uh, apply the hemorrhoid cream to my ass. Let me pucker up first. And then he applies hemorrhoid cream and then he washes his hands of the hemorrhoid cream and then says, all right, let's do it. Like, are you quick to jump to bed? Are you doing this? Are you on board, folks? I don't know. I want to know. I want to know your opinion, then. I've never had the roids, so what? what's the situation with hemorrhoids and sex? Do you do it? Do you do it? Tell me that. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Drew Han Show. I'm your host, Drew Han, and this is a delicious episode of the show. Why? Because I have a major announcement. Are you ready for this? I got married. 
Okay, your heart stopped for a second, didn't it? Okay, I lied. That's not the major announcement. Actually, I want you to stay tuned. We have a little bit about Mylon Music coming ahead, but the announcement has to do with Mylon Music, kind of. I am announcing the Commanding the Road Tour. Are you ready for this? The Drew Han Show is going on the road. I am coming to a city near you. Okay, maybe not a directly city near you, but if you're in Wisconsin, I could be in the vicinity. The show is going to be heavily focused on Wisconsin coming up. So if you're in the area, I'm really trying to cater to the listeners around here. And if you're not, if you're from afar, hey, you're really going to get to know Wisconsin. Why? Because this this summer for me is full of adventure. I have so much going on and I don't even know where to start. And normally that's my life. It's always booked and packed. But by March of this year already, I had two months full of activities filled to keep my summer going with no room for you know anything else to to pop in there now and so i'm going to be going on the road and i drive a jeep commander so hence the name i came up with for this adventure it was so big i need this summer is so huge i needed a name for it so commanding the road tour do you get the pun do you hear the pun in there the jeep commander i drive it's me and the commander on the road it's the commanding the road tour the tour kicks off Memorial Weekend, and it's with me camping with the family. And do I dare say I'll be turning 31 over that weekend? Yes. Aye, aye, aye. So it, it starts there, and then it just goes into a whole bunch of activities for the summer. I mean, I got camping. That's a, a big part of what I do. I'm also doing a little kayaking adventure in there. I have music. I'm going. I'm returning to my roots to Ladysmith, Wisconsin, for a bluegrass festival. Yeah. Later on, I'm going to be adventuring to Kadat, Wisconsin, for Country Fest, you know, where some great, huge country stars come together, and we all camp out in the middle of a field for days on end and drink on end and listen to country music on end. So that's coming up. As well, and do you feel like a, a music theme in here? Because it's all going to come to a head in the beginning parts of August for Mile of Music in Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay? So, and then... I mean, it's all about the music. In each episode now, leading up to this, I'm gonna I'm gonna pepper in antidotes about Miley music to prepare you for this event. Because wherever you're at, you should come to this event. So I'm gonna take you on the adventure that Commanding the Road Tour is gonna lead you on, and I'm gonna tell you where I'm stopped, what's going on, and we're gonna go from there. Okay? And a little bit about Milan music. So I right, get ready, buckle up, seatbelts in, click, 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 buckle up because you're in the Jeep Commander. I'm going to open the sunroof. I'm going to put the windows down. And we're going to get on the road and the hair is going to be in the wind. No, no, no. I take that back. Tie your hair back because when the sunroof is open and the windows down, it just, it's just blowing everywhere. The hair is in the face and it's, it's just not good. So I want you to tie the hair back for this adventure though, okay? Let's look at dangerous parts out there. It could be fun, but dangerous. So be prepared. <laughs> so get ready. The show is going on the road. And so it's more important now for you to like the Facebook page if you haven't already and make sure you're following it. The Drew Han Show. I'm, you're going to get to see little antidotes about this adventure, this commanding the road tour before it hits the podcast. And some stuff I might not even talk about. So you're going to get an exclusive look into what's going on. And also go to Instagram. I post on there and there'll be more exclusive content available on there. How about Snapchat? Follow instantly and live. See quick Snapchats of what's going on in, in this commanding the road tour, some behind the scenes, if you will. And then I'll report back, of course, on the show, but this is going to get you a little, a little something, something on the side. So we got the Drew Han Show on Facebook, the Drew Han Show on Instagram, and the Drew Han Show on Snapchat. I mean, there are so many ways 
to like this show. So make sure you're doing that, okay? Now, when we return, I'm going to talk a little bit about Milo Music because I am always a stupid person when it comes to meeting these artists. I don't know what my deal is, but I have problems. We'll be right back after that, you guys. We are kicking off the Commanding the Road Tour soon. So let's get ready because we're starting to pack things up, people. All right, we're back on the Drew Hahn Show, and I want to talk to you about Miley Music a little bit. It's a great venue. It's a great event. It's a great everything, okay? And I'm going to lead up to it and talk more about it in detail, but I have to start out with the fact that I just saw within the matter of the past two weeks, artists, two separate artists from Miley Music last year, Mile 4. It's been great to be able to see these see artists from Miley Music since Miley Music throughout the year, and recently... I got to see Carter Halsey. Now, he was from Mile 4, and he came back just recently for an event that's called the Rhythm and Brews. It's um, at the Riverview Gardens in Appleton, Wisconsin. It's sponsored by Stone Arch Brewery, and hence the name Rhythm and Brews. And they bring artists to the area as part of the Mile of Music, you know, Mile Markers, if you will, um, event series, you know, to keep the, the, the hype of Mile Music going and lead you into the following year for it. So, Carter returned and performed. He did a great show, by the way. I've really come to love his music. He's an interesting performer to watch. Um, but he, his music transcends in a way. And every time I hear it, I just love it more and more. And it's been an interesting journey to get to know Carter. We first heard of him through Me Like Bees. That's how we kind of got into him. Um, he tours with them and is friends with them. So, uh, at, I think at their suggestion, we, we kind of wanted to check him out, you know, and so we did. Enjoying Milo Music, and now we we return to see him again this year, and he was he was great. Uh, he tells great stories throughout the music, you know, and nothing too personal, but just funny anecdotes he, that he's run into, and a little something behind the music that he writes sometimes, and the music flows so well. Well, afterwards, I wanted to hang out. I want to be a part of this crowd. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that my presence is felt in the Milo Music community, especially since I'm not directly living in the city where it takes place just yet. Uh, Carter was uh, wandering around, and not a lot of people hung around after the event. I mean, it was a little bit of an older crowd that comes to this rhythm and bruise, I guess. It's it's an eclectic group, really, for mild music, which is a great thing, but you never know what you're going to get. So everyone kind of fanned out after the show. Me and Katie Cooper, though, hung out around the bar area in hopes to, you know, bump in and hobnob with somebody or something. <laughs> well, you know, it was just me and her in the bar area, and Carter was talking to a few other um, fanatics, I call them. There's this one guy in particular who just thinks he is the bee's knees. No pun intended to the bee, me like bees. <laughs> but because he knows the bees and friends with the bee, he claims he's friends, you know, whatever. It's great. It's fantastic. You know the bees. So do I. Get over it. But anyway, so Carter was hobnobbing with this guy. Oh, of course. I'm not jealous. Anyway, so because I don't have the smooth, I'm not smooth when it comes to talking to these people, and I just wish I was. Okay, here's the deal. It's just jealousy for the most part. And I've just, after, this was my second attempt, I think, to really talk to an artist 
maybe well i shouldn't even say that i mean i talk to a lot of them during mile of music but after a while i mean i I, never goes good for me it's just not good well prime example carter so he's in the bar area and i'm just like i'd like to talk to him a little bit you know and i don't know why but (laughs) i always do this when i want to get one of the artists attention and it's not like like they're in direct vision or earshot of me Carter goes to the bar, and me and Katie are sitting at a table nearby, and I there I go. I stick out my big gay hand and give one of my hollers. Carter! Carter! <laughs> Carter turns around, comes over, and I'm like, hi! I just wanted to say you were great. And then I, I do the whole, you were great spiel. You know, I start with that, you know, fantastic music, blah, blah, blah. All the boring stuff you want to say and do say. And then uh, we we go on to elaborate. You know, I just drove three hours here today to see you. And he's like, oh, you really are a fan. And then I, I show him the shirt that I'm wearing, one of his Carter shirts. I'm like, look at it. And he's like, oh, he's really a fan. <laughs> so then he, he's like excited, you know, to meet such a fan. But then at the same time, he's like, I'd really rather get talking to friends, you know. Then anyways, I said, loved your story. But he told a story during his set about being on this really bad podcast. (laughs) And so I said, by the way, I have a podcast (laughs) as a way to kind of crack a joke. Well, he was so excited about me having a podcast for some reason. Why? I do not know. And he's like, oh, you should send me a link. I'm like, really? You don't want to listen to this show. This is a, I don't, you know, I I focus on music, but uh, it's really, you know, I don't think you're going to, you don't listen. You don't have to listen. You don't be nice, Carter. And uh, so he's like, no, no, come on, text me the link. So somehow or another, I end up with Carter's number, or supposedly his number. Now I have his number in my phone. I'm like, what is going on here? And so I'm still starstruck, and I'm, I'm, I'm tripping over my words, you know, explaining this podcast and trying to be funny and, and, and entertain Carter when clearly he probably just wants to get away from us. Finally, we end with getting a picture, and the picture, I think, is, says it all. So if you want to understand how this this encounter with Carter went, I should really just post this picture to the Facebook page of me meeting Carter because it's so ridiculous. I look so petrified or just starstruck or just... I look stupid is what it is. I look stupid. (laughs) So I got his number and I see he wanted me to text him a link. He's like, I have an 11-hour drive tomorrow. I'd love to listen to your podcast. And he probably... I had a few drinks. He had a few drinks. It's just a lot of shit talking at this point. Really? I'm, I'm guessing. So to, to wrap up this story, Carter uh, leaves and goes back to his people, and, and I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> why am I so stupid when I talk to these artists? And and so I review the picture, and then I'm like, I'm not going to send them a link on the podcast right now because it's just not good. I'm drinking, and well, I'll give it to him tomorrow. So the next morning, I'm driving back home. And uh, about 7.30 in the morning. Not that time really matters, right? And I, I drill out this really nice text to him. And, you know, nothing too long, but something with a little depth about the show and and uh, highlighting an episode that or two that I mentioned him in that he would be, you know, might make him more interested in listening. And then, of course, the link. And then, meanwhile, I go to my website where I can review numbers for the show and I want, look at the numbers for the two episodes that I said he should listen to. And needless to say, long story long, I never heard it back from him, never got a response. So whether that was Carter's number or not, maybe I just got some fake number. And whether he listened to the podcast, I hardly doubt because I was watching those numbers and they never did change. And it's not like I have a drastic amount of listeners where that's constantly changing. So if he had listened to it in that day, I would have known. So I didn't see any changes to that, and so he didn't really listen to the show. Am I disappointed? Very much so. But, you know, what did I really expect? Um, it's just, you know, that's just part of 
chit-chatting with these artists. You know, just a lot of bullshit goes around for the most part. And uh, so that's my card. But I, the point is, I'm just a fool around these these artists for some reason. I don't know what my deal is. I've told the Corey Chisel story in the podcast before. And Dave and Whitney, I flubbed over my words when I met them, you know. And the be like bees I've honed in on. I really, you know, met them so much and have talked to them and they're they're decent guys that I just I have a natural rhythm that's that's getting there for me with them. But when we return, I recently saw another artist just the other day, um, Quiet Hollers. And that was a little interesting as well. We'll be right back after this. I can understand a man who puts his money in his pocket. It's quiet devotion that feeds a family. But I could listen to a poet soar like a bird, cast his lot in the river, no stone unturned. I'm looking for salvation somewhere in between. Spoils of labor and the fruit of dreams. Spoils of labor and the fruit of dreams. All right, we're back on the Drew Han show. Now, as you know, I'm talking about Milo Music and Wausau, Wisconsin. Let's go to Wausau, Wisconsin, kind of in the middle, central Wisconsin here. And they are trying to bring a little bit of music, a little bit of culture to diversify the area. Now, I'm originally from Wausau. I graduated from the area high school. But, however, I lived in Appleton for 10 years. So that's kind of my home. And that's where Milo Music is at. But, like I said, they're trying to bring some culture into the area. And they have something called the 10 by 10 series. Not really sure why it's called that yet. I haven't really felt the urge to look into that so much because that's how much I care. <laughs> but... Anyways, they had the Quiet Hollers coming to Wausau. Quiet Hollers, I, I had first heard at Milo Music, and I fell in love with them. Met them. Nothing too creepy there at the first meeting, you know. I acted normal, bought their CD, and got the hell out of there. <laughs> but, anyway, so they're playing at this Grand Theater in Wausau. Now, the Grand Theater is, you know, like a performing arts center. A little smaller scale compared to some of the larger cities, but it's trying to compete. I mean, it has musicals come there and stuff. And so whatever this 10 by 10 series is, is featuring more smaller artists. And so I'm not sure what to expect, and I'm going alone to this event, and I get to Wausau, and first of all, I am so used to Appleton, Wisconsin, that when I get to Wausau, I'm like, you know what, I'll just have a drink or two before before the event. So I look... I realized that it's not it's not Appleton where you can just walk anywhere and find a place to hang out at. There are about three bars downtown Wassa. <laughs> but they have this huge, beautiful block they call the 400 block, which is the equivalent of Houdini Plaza for my Appleton listeners. Um, Houdini Plaza is in Appleton and a beautiful venue for outside performances. Well, they have the 400 block. So I'm kind of eyeing this up. I'm like, this is a fantastic venue with nothing around it but the Grand Theater. No bars, no nothing. It's just, but this is Wassa, okay? So I get there, trying to get there. You can't expect them to get there in one day, but I'm already judging. So now I'm like, I don't know what to expect for this event. So I get there, I go in, and I didn't expect a huge turnout. There's probably about 100 people there, 200 at most. And you just sit, it's just, it's a seating show. You sit, you seat. Do you, are you following me? You sit down. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was clear. So, I find myself a seat right up front, and um, everyone sits, you know, there's so much emptiness in this theater that you can just kind of sit wherever and have space in between you and other people. And this first band that came on was called Feed the Dog, and I had no clue what to make of them, but I was three Brandy Old Fashioned Sours later, 
and all of them were strong. <sighs> Into the and by the time Feed the Dog was halfway through the show, and I'm a bit sleepy now. <laughs> and I'm not just sleepy because of the brand deal of fashion stars. I'm sleepy because this band is not entertaining me to any delight. I'm like, if the quiet hollers are up here, I would be having I would be so much more awake. But this band was wasn't a jazz band. It wasn't a modern rock band. It wasn't a modern instrumental band. I didn't know what to make of it. It was basically three guys, one on a fiddle, one on a on a guitar, and one on drums. And a, and a didgeridoo. Let's not forget the didgeridoo that was barely played on that stage. But And so they didn't have a lot of lyrics in their words. It was just a lot of music. And I'm like, they'd be great for a soundtrack for a movie, but I'm not really here to sit down and listen to this. <laughs> You're putting me to sleep, guys. And so I just... They have a lot of uh, work to do as a band. Basically, there's no buildup in the music. If it's just music with not very many lyrics, you need to have a climax like a movie, you know, or a climax like in sex. <laughs> just wanted to give you an idea of what climax is about. There was no climax or build to a lot of their music. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm getting a little sleepy here. Meanwhile, this eclectic group of people at this show um, include these younger kids off down the row. I'm sitting in just a little ways down. And then we got the soccer moms up front, like there's four of them. And then, you know, just a bunch of other couples, a lot of couples, you know, my age, older age, just a variety of people, but couples. And then, of course, they got the one guy sitting next to me down the row a little ways on the other side who picks me out as the single person that's just frolicking around, you know, with my rocker hair and my bandana, you know, and like, oh, he looks like someone easy to talk to because he spotted me at the bar that I was at, just and he was just standing in the back by himself. And then I see him at the grand at the grand theater where I'm ordering a drink, and he's like, hey, and then he just like starts talking to me. I'm like, oh great, I'm not going to shake this guy all night, and I didn't. And then so he sits next to me, he's trying to talk to me in the show, and I'm like, oh god, you know, like I don't mind talking to people, but then I when I'm have no one else there to like back me up as like a legitimate, you know, like enthusiast of music. Or person in life. Like, I just feel like I don't want to be associated with this person who's so kind of weird. I shouldn't judge, but I am. My point is, Feed the Dog was putting me to sleep. And these are the people that are around me, including this dreadlock-styled hair, parachute-pants-wearing girl. And so, finally, she, this Feed the Dog is playing, and they have a, a good tune kind of going. And she goes up in the front of the seats, and there's this area where, you, where a band would normally, the, the orchestra would set up if it was a musical. And she, and they said we could dance up there if we wanted to. So she's up there, and she's the only one, and she's just going to town. She's dancing. I gave her kudos, though. I didn't want to judge her. I mean, that would be my first instinct right away was to judge her. I mean, who is this dreadlock parachute pants wearing person dancing up for Feed the Dog? Um... So I was trying to, I'm like, no, this is a girl who just feels the music and she just wants to dance. And thank God she was, because I was staring at her and she really brought the music to life. Finally, there was something entertaining about the show, because I was starting to wake back up again watching her dance. And then a few of her friends joined in. So it was like three, four people dancing up there. And, and I was like, I was so enthralled in their dancing, you know, that the show came alive. And I'm like, this is what we needed. Oh, thank you for dancing. So, but it was weird. It was just a weird feeling to be in this huge, grand theater that's usually you know a musical is playing and, and it's packed full of people and this place is barely packed if it and these bands are playing and people are like talking during the show it's like this could have been done at a bar for the most part <laughs> i don't think there was any need to have this at the grand theater let's put it that way so there's a break and then finally quiet hollers come on 
Meanwhile, I have to pee like a dickens, so I went and peed, and I missed the whole first song of the Quiet Hollers, because they set up way faster than I thought they would. But I'm 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 rambling at this point, and I couldn't help but notice this Wassa crowd does not deserve music. Like I kudos to them for trying to bring music to the area, but I could see the frustration in the band, and I could see the frustration in myself more so of how this Wassa audience was treating the band. Like those young kids off to the right of me. We're just, just talking, just constantly talking and playing on their phones. Same with the soccer moms. It's like they were more interested in Feed the Dog than Quiet Hollers. And now they're just like literally looking on Facebook, comparing Pinterest recipes with each other as Quiet Hollers is playing. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Shut your phones off and listen to the music. They, they didn't listen to anything during the show. And so, and this is just a trend that I'm, I'm realizing everybody, the girls that were sitting behind me talking through the whole show. I understand you might want to communicate words of interest about the band you're seeing to a friend, but they're not, they're just either making fun of the band, making fun of the music, or what's going on in this situation. I was so disappointed in the Wausau area, Wisconsin, for not respecting the music. And I'll be darned, I'm never going to go back to another event there for music, because that is terrible. Those people were terrible. They don't deserve to have music in that town, and I'm reminded why, and why I left that town to begin with. I was pissed. I'm sorry, I was just pissed. My point of the telling this story is I wanted to kind of give you a picture of what was going on in Wausau, Wisconsin, because even though all that went down, I still managed to look like a fool, because afterwards I really wanted to talk to the band, and I kind of had hoped they'd recognize me from Appleton and, and Nina. They performed, I saw them again throughout the year in, in the middle of winter when they were in Nina, Wisconsin, at a bar. And a lot of people remember me because of my long hair. I'm kind of, you know, but they tour. It's a band. Who are they going to remember everybody for? You know, come on. And so, and the this Jim Bob too. I think Jim Bob's cute. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I got no eye contact from any of the band while I was they were performing. And then afterwards, I wanted to hang out and kind of talk to them. And I thought I would be that cool hipster, you know, talk to the band, say you're great. These people in Wausau have no respect for the band, but push comes to shove i'm by myself waiting by the merchandise table for this band to come out looking just like a fool i'm like where do you guys have credit cards i want to buy a shirt <laughs> like what do i say to the band you great your music was great and i shake the hands of one and i have nothing cool to say no rapport to get going with these people you know i'm just i'm looking like that creeper person now I was like, oh, I just need to leave and i knew i should have leave i should have just trusted my instincts just get out of there so I am like, finally I wait around because I only have my debit card. They get the credit card machine out there and I finally can pay for my shirt that I, I bought. I really didn't want to buy anything. I love the Quiet Hollers, but I didn't really feel the need for a shirt, but I wanted to like hang out. And I felt bad that they came to Wausau and their music wasn't really respected very well by the audience. So I would just be like, hey, you sold a shirt. So I ended up buying a shirt. And in the meantime, I'm listening to them talk to the other much cooler, younger people around me. And they're saying how they're going to go to this certain bar. So I was all like, oh, I'll just, I'm going to go to that bar too. <laughs> so I go to that bar after the show. I'm like, I used to be so independent and I still don't mind doing, I can come to that show by myself just fine. But I thought I'm going to go to this bar and I got to run into somebody I know from Wausau, not a peep, not a soul. So I'm just standing in this bar by myself and, and the band never came there and I'm like, I just left. So I'm like, what a dork. I'm such a dork. I'm thinking I'm going to chit chat it up with this band. Not going to happen. They don't care. I'm not cool. And I'm just going to hang out at a bar by myself and be cool. No, that's not cool either. Nope. Nope. What not so ever. So <laughs> I used to, I don't mind your local town bar going for a drink and hanging out by yourself. I can do that. But a packed bar with a band playing too, where you don't know anybody. What's the point? Not really sure. So needless to say, that mile of music adventure I just told you about 
was a it was a tad weird one for me. I didn't I just didn't understand how I felt about any of it. And the venue was weird. The performances were weird. Quiet Hollers were amazing, though. They didn't disappoint. And they played new music, which I loved. I can't wait for this CD to come out. And by the way, they, they did a great job pushing the date because I totally remembered. July 7th, their new music comes out. I wish I could get my hands on it now because it's so fucking good. So, keep that in mind. July 7th, Quiet Hollers have new music coming out. And when we return, I'm just going to close up with a few tidbits and, and tintats and, and boob knobs and whatnots. All the drugs are all gone now And all your friends are gone too So you face the day alone With no one to blame but you and You might say, how did I get here? They said I had so much potential Out here in the cold With the rain and the snow Always come to Calling out to the sky Whoa. Sometimes you pray to God to die Whoa. Didn't we used to say We'd rise above it all
Okay, we're back. And I just want to say that I have had a few Miley Music encounters, and I've tried to discuss artists, and my realization is that I just can't hobnob with these artists. I can't talk to them. I can't get to know them. I don't have... There's no need for me to just see the music, love the music, and get the hell out of there because I make a fool of myself. <laughs> with that said, Mile Music announced... They announced 50 artists that will be at Mile Music, which include some of our favorites and big names. Like I said, Quiet Hollers, I saw this past in the past two weeks. They're going to be back at Mile Music. Awesome. And then I, uh, Me Like Bees are returning. Yay, yay, yay. And of course, Lolo's returning. So she was the hit last year, and I'm so happy to hear her come back. She's been doing great, doing good things. So uh, I got to meet her last year, and that was another, that was another encounter that was, I'm not so proud of. <laughs> Go back and listen to that story in, a, in another podcast. Anyways. So we got all that going on. In the meantime, this Commanding the Road Tour is about to take off. We're just packing things up right now, though. You know, it kicks off Memorial Weekend, and then we're really in full gear. But, you know, that means that the Drew Han Show Season 3 is running over, and we're going to keep on going. I took a little bit longer hiatus over the winter than I intended. So, And here's how I'm making up for it, whether you asked for it or not. So get ready. The tagline for the Commanding the Road Tour is strap on your panties, decorate your antlers... Thanks for listening to the Drew Hunt Show. Stay tuned. we got a lot coming up ahead in the weeks to come. Don't forget to like the Facebook page. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play, however you want to, just to get the alerts. Make sure you're getting the alerts. In the meantime, have a great week. I'm going to talk to you later. Smooches. So, what's your take on that hemorrhoid cream versus hemorrhoid cream or condoms? Hemorrhoid cream and condoms. Wasa area, Wisconsin. <laughs> that would be wow. Russell area. W-A-W. <laughs> Side note. Kind of had hoped they'd recognize me from Appleton. I'm pretty... My realiz- realization... That's a hard word to say. Realization is what I meant to say. Mile Music announced their first 50 artists that will be the first 50 of the hundreds that will be there for Mile Music, I should say. So here's how I'm making it up to you, whether you want it or asked for it and didn't. And here's how I'm making up to it. And here's how I'm making up for it, whether you asked for it or not. So get ready. Strap on your panties. Grab your deer handlers. What's the tagline for this damn thing?